Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Anyway, so let's go. <laughs> let's get into it. So today, Jag, we are talking about friends, hey? The most underrated element of our social climate. No, explain. Explain what you mean. The reason why I'm I'm calling it underrated is because a lot of us really take for granted, you know, friendships. And this is because we truly haven't, like, established proper ones. We haven't established healthy friendships. So it's like the idea of friends has been watered down to such a passable thing. It's the one thing that people think is passable. Okay, if you say so, if you say so. Yes, yes. So I have I have a burning question for you. Let me let me ask you the question you want to ask me. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Are we friends? how awkward that question is it's a really awkward question that most people don't really know how to answer it's like the moment you hear that question it's like you are my friend right you go yeah 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 i am yeah of course like i'm here for you people just you just go with things until like it's been three years and you're like oh are you guys dating (laughs) yeah I guess no. Like, okay. With a little shrug. But here's the, you see how, do you see how dynamic this is? I asked you a very simple, what's supposed to be a very simple question of, hey, are we friends? But, you know, it's kind of like a very layered question. It's, it's like simple, immediately simple. But as you talk about it, you get to realize how layered it is. Like there's so many elements to the word friend. So it's like, Yo, and I feel like one thing, the reason why, the reason why it's always so easy for me to respect people, I don't know, I've never actually asked anyone that question, like, oh, are we friends? But the reason why I wouldn't expect so much from people is because I realize that there's really more to being friends with someone. There's really more to a relationship, you know, than just knowing someone or having a couple of experiences or knowing them for a certain period of time, there's always more to it. So you shouldn't just think like every Jack and Joe you're going to meet, you know, warrants a friendship. People want friends for some reason, but I don't know. I, like like in the in their mind, they're like, oh, I'm friends with her and her and him and her and his cousin and his cousin's mother. Like, <laughs> his cousin's mother, yes, of course. You have to be. What's the need? What are you compensating for? But no, that's not what we're doing. What's lacking in your life for you to go around calling everybody your friend? That's what you were saying. That's what you were saying. That's what I was getting. I think it's either like everybody's calling everybody their friend or the opposite. I'm just saying no one's my friend. 
your parents will always tell you that those people are not your friends they are your classmates peer pressure they are your classmates exactly it's either that, like it's 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 one of the truths either i'm calling everybody my friend or i'm just writing people off and saying no you're not my friend cutting people off from you know my space like no i don't want this person in my life they're not my friend they're not real with me or whatever um you know moving you know what i mean it's always one of the two and i think it's the same like the um, the reason the reason is the same and the reason is there's something lacking like there's a misunderstanding and a misconception of what you want in your life and what you project is a very confused energy like a very uncertain and steady energy into the world because you're not you know you're not certain of what you want so you're either calling everyone your friend or you're just cutting people off for no reason even good people oh oh is it more of like they crave acceptance so much that is yes i think perhaps have you ever thought, do have you ever do you think you've gone through an identity crisis and kind of like lost or made random like lost friends or made random friends because you didn't know who you wanted to identify with and you weren't really accepted in the circles that you thought you were going to be accepted into or are you just like cool like nah um g that time when i dyed my hair was it brown <laughs> okay okay i apologize i'm one of those people actually i apologize you walked into class that day and i was like what is going on but you know what made it worse cuz i was wearing a, a brown t-shirt so i don't know what i was doing with that but yeah you were conflicted you were conflicted you show up to school with your hair a different color in a brown t-shirt of course we're going to notice and of course we're going to make comments it's like i was, I was at a crossroads you know i was at a crossroads there are conflict and yeah it it really is interesting um as we talk about it i'll make like you let me know why you think it's interesting and i'll let you know why i think it's interesting but for now i would okay so this is thing right <laughs> this thing i don't know if you want me to let you know all the things that we might touch on now or if i should just like take it step by step and just like yeah this is what we're talking about now. For some reason, I thought you were gonna say the the thing from Toy Story. I thought you were gonna say you got it. <laughs> no, but there's this thing going around. Um, okay, it's it's not going around, but the concept of friendship has definitely changed. It has it has either grown into something bigger, or it has easily just. either just been diluted into something like watered down like i said into something much less or far less important but one of my friends yesterday i called him he you know see how i'm easily referring to him as like one of my friends yes <laughs> but this guy you know he i asked him i said you've always considered yourself this person that just you know can't be surrounded by friends from junior high to senior high you just always made it clear that none of these people none of all, none of the people that you guys think are my friends are actually my friends from a young age he's kind of just made it clear that look a friendship is more than what you think it is and just cuz we're here in the same area and just cuz we have all this time for each other being exposed to our energies doesn't mean we're friends and he said the concept of friends originated from being in the same city 
So it's like familiarity equals true friendship. Like if I'm familiar with this person, that's what I consider a friendship. And that's kind of like how things have been. Your classmates are your friends. You know, the people you sit with at lunch are your friends. You know, the girl you happen to see every morning and you happen to go into the same computer to school and from school is your friend do you know what i mean like that that was the depth like okay fine if i'm going to be seeing this person every day or if i'm going to be relating with this person because we're in the same setting then me and this person are friends truly those, i feel like those friendships have a time limit because those i mean yes those people become your friends because you guys understand what you go through like you guys have the same session you guys have the same challenges you guys do the same course you guys get grilled by the lecturer together. You guys stay in school for an extra two days to submit a calculator because you know you have no choice. You guys understand each other more. But is that like okay? I guess it is an, an organic friendship. But yeah. On those buddies, those are buddies. Those are what's a buddy? And that's the beginning one. You know, when you grow up, what defines friendship to you? I was like, because I'm so sensitive and I kind of like have so much, I have a list, you know what I mean? And, you know, you have to meet these standards and and kind of like confirm to this certain kind of thing. I'll give you the definition of what I see most people, you know, doing right now, which is confusing familiarity for friendship. And honestly, it's a thing. I see it happening. I, I, I see it happening. I see it happening. <laughs> but I guess it's like fully your choice whether you let the familiarity develop into a friendship. I feel like it should be not one-sided, but if one person takes the initiative to start that friendship and the other one goes along with it. Really. What we have to acknowledge is the fact that it takes two. You know what I mean? It has to be you and this person coming together with some kind of common goal and then having some kind of friendship okay ad break end of break has our need for individuality and high emotional intelligence watered down friendships you know how it's like smart people will not surround themselves with so many people smart people don't have that many friends because no one really gets them or if you value your time alone and if you value yourself as an individual and your goals and whatnot, you will not have many friends. Or if you're moving a certain way, you will not. You know, these things that we're kind of like praising, these things that we, you know, like. Like, oh, he's such... He's such a loner. Hey, he's such a loner. You know, he's so smart. So they have that also watered down, like, friendships as well. Wouldn't it be making friendships stronger? Because if that... like. The less people you have, it's more likely to be stronger. So that smart guy with that one friend who's at a different school, they should be really good friends. They should have like these goals that they challenge each other and they're always growing and they're always excelling because he's not concerned about the other. Like, let's say, I don't want to use people's names, but let's say I'm in class and I'm friends with everyone and we all get 40s and I get a 60 and I feel good. But then I have a good friend at or something who get 80s and I'm like damn that nigga is like doing way more than this guy and that's my friend friend and then 
and I start fighting with him about this your view is different your view is in my view because i don't know i feel like they have i feel like all these standards that we've set have kind of watered down what we consider like the true essence of friendship the reason why i say they water it down is because what we do is since we chase after these things we chase after being you know, individuals and having our own unique identity and expressing ourselves in a very unapologetic way. Fine, that's fine. And we kind of chase, you know, having um, a very high EQ. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay, fine. I'm emotionally intelligent. I can, you know, I have good deduction skills. I can read people very easily. And so I feel like I don't need to have that many friends because I'm just a smart person trying to pursue a certain life. Do you know what I mean? It kind of says, it's also very condescending if you think about it, because all these things that we're chasing after kind of block us. They make us narrow-minded. We're not seeing people for who they truly are. We're seeing people for what we think they should be because we're kind of putting ourselves on some kind of high pedestal. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but... Do you really have time to see everybody for who they all are, all of them? You don't have to see everybody for who they are, but whoever wants to come into your life and whoever you're allowing into your life, you have to see them for who you are in order for you to look at it as a friendship. I get it's two ways. Because if someone's coming into your life, where na individual, where na high EQ, what you're doing in that sense is saying, if you're going to come into my life, I have these standards and these expectations. So this is how my friend should behave. So that friend is not behaving the way they're truly meant to be. They're not fulfilling their purpose in your life, the, the true purpose that they've brought. Instead, they're feeding into your expectations. So they're kind of like being an altered version of themselves to be your friend, you know, because of these standards. I get you, but I feel like there are different types of friends. Like the friends you're talking about right now are the destiny helpers. You know what? That's why, that's why I use those two, like, individuality. Because it's something that, you know, a lot of people are chasing right now. Like, you know, you have to surround yourself with yourself. You have to be within yourself. And, you know, you have to have no external influences. Internalize everything. You know, all these things. It's like you're really blocking people from coming into your life and Whoever you think is existing in your life, perhaps they're not really being themselves. And, you know, they're just trying to be your friend and they're not really getting to express themselves the way they're supposed to because you're just like, you know, all about that energy. You know what I mean? But why are you about that energy? Is it why are you, or are it's, you being influenced by everyone else? And you want to that's another thing. That's another thing that we're actually going to talk about um energies right do, do your energies match with your friends energies it, does your energy match with your friends energy? yeah i don't feel like it has to you don't feel like it has to i mean you're either brought together because you're like or you're brought together because you guys are like a polar opposite you know? like you don't have to match and you don't have to match vibes but i feel like a mutual goal does enough but that's that, that's what it is and understanding like so you guys could be two polar opposites but if you understand each other okay like like jim and dwight jim and dwight are friends i don't care what you say 
Jim and Dread are friends. I'm not afraid to say it. Jim and Dread are friends. Whether Jim likes it or not. It's the truth. And they understand each other so well. It's like, okay, I've been around you for so long. I understand you. And I treat you this way. And it's fine. It's fine. That's their own unique friendship. They don't have the same energy. They respect it. Yes. So it's like this. I'm very like if you could see, if you could see right now what's going on. Anyway, so I got, I got a notebook for school. I got three notebooks, my nigga. I'm focused this semester. You're focused this semester. Good luck. Good luck to us all. Everybody needs to listen to this. Good luck. This is an opinion, not a fact. I don't know. To be confirmed. But with boys, right? You will like the same sport, but different teams. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So the understanding here is we like soccer. In fact, others don't even watch ABSA Premier League. The other one watches this one. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I'm, I'm more for this one. Here's the thing. Who are we to say it, but is it really a true friendship? If you are in it for different things, like truly, like if I'm in it, like I'd say, oh no, Jug is my friend because, you know, I can talk to him about anything. You know what I mean? We're cool with each other. You know, he's down to listen to me whenever I'm down or whenever I'm good. And that's why he's my friend. And then you would say, no, Bungsy's my friend because, um, you know, and give a completely different reason. Is it really a true friendship? Is that um, if there's no meeting place, is it a true friendship uh, where there's no similarity, where there's no okay, fine, this is what they're in it for because you guys want different things, but yet you're still well, in it. You guys have a working relationship, and you both have your goals there, but you help each other get there in a way. So. You guys use each other, that's fine. But if there's no meeting place, if there's no agreement, like if there's, it's just haho, you know what I mean? Haosa. But moving on from that, I feel like that one should be just like an open ended question. Like, you guys will have your opinion there and let us know what you think because most of the time, if it's we judge relationships, but most of the time, I feel like the one thing that we judge a lot is friendships. Like, how are these people friends? You guys have nothing in common. You guys are from different backgrounds. You like you guys like different things. Like, how there's no meeting place for you, so we don't understand how you guys can be friends. And we're very quick to sort of like criticize what we don't know and what makes us uncomfortable. We're gonna attack it. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm doing, like attacking people. I feel like, look, you guys don't have anything in common. There's no mutualness to it. So I just don't understand why you guys would consider yourself friends. Well, you know, that's a different type of friendship altogether. That's a different type of Tragic together. Exactly. Now we're going to get into those. Now we're going to get into these. I don't know if, I hope that you'll be comfortable answering. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I kind of realized when I, after I called you, I kind of realized that, oh, okay, it's actually a thing. Does your black history have an impact in the way you choose your friends? And the reason why I'm saying black history is because 
we hear this everywhere. A lot of people are saying, you know, no black person wants to see another black person succeed. Black people always want to put each other down. We're all about transactions. We don't value true relationships, which is why I prefer not to have friends that are black. I prefer having friends that are white or I just don't prefer having friends at all. It's like we acknowledge the difficulties that come with relationships and our races, but because it's such a thing for Black history, Black people wanting to bring each other down, has it influenced the way that you pick your friends? I don't think, I feel like it's not that Black people don't want to see other Black people make it. It's more, Black people don't want you to make it before them. Like, they want to be sure that they've secured themselves before they can see you win. And you mustn't win more than them. If they must win, you can win. You can be second place, but they must make sure that they're ahead. And they must make sure that they're... Like, it's like how you ish. I don't know if I can get... I don't want to get political because I don't want to have these I said this, our podcast is about being politically incorrect in a non-ignorant way. Oh, I know you want, you want fires now and peace. We need to pursue the act of war in order for us to get to peace. <laughs> I'm done. I love opinions. I'm really down to hear people defend their opinions to the board. You know what I mean? I, I, I like the kind of freedom of expression that allows people to either say really smart things or really stupid things. That allows people to be taught. I, I, I like opinions because they do that. You know, but look, the reason why I have said black, the reason why I said black history is because um okay so here's the thing. If, wait wait before you, before you get into your thing, does that apply for places in Africa like Botswana with mostly just black people? It does. It really does. The reason why, like, if if you allow me to finish the question, it's going to be like black history, right? Because you already have that thing that you know, we don't want to see each other succeed or we're going to pull each other down and we're using all these things, milking each other, all these things. So if you were to choose from your group, would you say your best friend is someone who you've experienced good times with or are they someone you've experienced bad times with? Like, would you judge a person's loyalty based on the way they're behaving when you're going through a bad time or when you were going through a good time? I think both matter. The ones who stayed with you when you were down. That's what a lot of people value. A lot of people value like your loyalty when you're going through it. You know what I mean? No. I feel like that is wrong. The reason why I think that is wrong is because it's not fair. It's not fair to the other person. It's not fair to the other person. Just today I was telling someone, I said, look, to each their own. However, if I am not the reason behind your struggle, if I am not the reason behind your pain and I cannot be made to account for your pain, me choosing to be here, be your shoulder to cry on, that's on me. Do you know what I mean? That is me going out of my way. I don't owe you anything, but that is me going out of my way to be there for you. It shouldn't. You shouldn't go through something and say, you have to be here because you're my friend. You know what I mean? That's a little selfish especially when I'm not the cause of it, especially if it's something so internal. It's like, look, me being here and comforting you and being your little shrink, that's just because I have it in me in this moment to do that for you. It has nothing to do with, you know, 
your loyalty has to be, it, it, it really is, I don't like that. I don't. It's kind of, it's narcissistic in a way. It, it really is narcissistic. It's covert narcissism. Because you're sitting yeah. there like, oh, if you really are true to me, then where were you when I was going through my dark times? My friend. Ah, eh. <laughs> like, wait. Stop expecting people to come running for you when you're going through your terrible tra- times. Instead, let them come at their own time, at their own pace. You know what I mean? Because it takes, it really takes a lot to be there for someone. You know, it's a the biggest selfless act you could do is being there for someone. And when I say there for someone, I mean open-minded, not expecting anything, not being impatient, truly valuing this person's journey to the point of feeling like I am willing to be besides myself just so this person can make it through this dark time. You know? You know, I never understood people who would like be there for you and then expect you like you know someone let's say someone's mom just died and you're there for them and then after that you expect them to be happy like why can't you be there with just your presence you know just a little i'm here for you i do not i'm not putting pressure on you to be happier for you to get that's nothing that's important that is important yeah the ones that are there for you but also want you want the recognition is anybody are we truly we're all wolves dressed as sheep oh guys one other thing but instead of okay yes yes wait for people to come but don't wait for people to save you my guys you don't in life you only save yourself my lady that's gonna yeah yeah no matter how many people your life trying to do good things for you if you're not trying to do good for yourself you will not go anywhere so please this makes me so happy you're making me really proud by saying that that is important that is true, especially it's like if you're going through it right now, if you feel like you're going through whatever you're going through and you want to depend on your friends, you want to test the loyalty and kind of like, you know, get to experience them a certain way by guilt tripping them, interacting a certain way for you. It will never work out. At the end of the day, it really, like Jug said, comes down to you. You'll pull yourself out of those dark waters if you want to. And if you want to, you will come out. Even Jesus doesn't save you guys. God won't save you. That's a lot. It's, it goes back to you. I tell them, you you license God into your life. So still, that comes down to you making a decision for yourself. That is so true. You ain't never last. You ain't never last. You ain't It's not so, so, so Captain Save a whole coming in with, with her cape. That was Burgundy or whatever. No, but it's you. And other people who... You know the okay, the ones who want people's attention, people to bring them up all the time, and the ones who, who want to help people then get the attention. I understand that your life is like your TV show, but everyone like, but that's for everyone. Like everyone's life is their own TV show. Though. You are a support, like you are a supporting character in my TV show. You're like those special guest characters, in it. But it's not it's not the Labang show this side. You know, it's, it's, the, it's show. and I have to realize that I'm here for the jug show. I'm here on the jug train. I'm here for the nuts that the, he's going to be serving on his plane and for the champagne I'm going to be getting on his plane, the champagne that he's going to be serving me. Like I should sit here and say whatever he's willing to give me, I will take because this is his show. I shouldn't come here and try to control you. But anyway, I'm glad you said both matter. 
both good and bad memories better matter sorry because it's it's the same thing for me um okay do you think that and by society i'm talking about everyone that is in everyone that you know could play a role anyone that kind of like has been exposed to you do you think that these people play a role you know when it comes to the way you choose your friends do you think you're going to look a certain way when you're hanging out with certain people, the society or is it just like i don't care what i look like when i'm hanging out with these people i'm gonna hang out with whoever i hang out with are you ready to identify with people regardless of what society thinks that's my question things about those people things about our friendship that's yeah like, i mean you know me you know i'm always gonna find like i can find i feel like we can all find a way to blame anything on society though like any like anything on your mind you can blame that yeah <laughs> yeah you really can ah and now whether you allow what people think what the public think about someone i don't know that's tricky it depends it's a slippery slope i'm not gonna lie it's true it is a slippery slope it really is it really is hmm, this is okay this is a funny part let me ask you this like what if it's a situation where let's say you and let's say you have a boyfriend for the sake of this (laughs) we'll get to the we'll get to those think of this example Um, and now they're not friendly. Like they're a bit of an asshole. I'm gonna say it. And they're not, and they're jerks to everyone. But then they're nicest to you because they value you more than everyone else. How, how do you approach that? Like, do you care? What do you do, Laba? What do you do in that in that situation? In that situation, because I am always telling that person that look i like internalizing a lot of things and i'll always say this i like my journey so i like like i make things really personal like i hold my cards really closely to my chest so it's always like i don't care you already know (laughs) i feel like i'm the worst person to ask such questions because it's always like it'll always come down to look for as long as i'm being real with my intentions and saying i truly don't care and i'm not feeling for anybody's acceptance or validation i'll say look he is a jerk but he's nice to me and that's all that matters so moving on <laughs> for some reason when you say that you sound like a movie character like that sounds like something when your parents are like you have to leave that man alone no he's nice to me <laughs> You know, it's one of those. Yes, but I was gonna say the best example would be um, Kim and Kanye and Donald Trump. Hey, you like the pretty slopes? Yeah, it, it's very good because the question is, society. It's like how the the role society plays in your kind of like decision making when it comes to friendships, and it's true. Look at it this way: when Kanye wore that hat make america great again a lot of people were saying all they wanted to say but he was like i'm choosing love you guys are all hating on this man and i get it he's the worst guy but i'm choosing love and i'm saying if i can be good and if if i can endorse someone and be their friend i don't have a problem with it do you know what i mean that was his thing was like i'm just trying to spread love and peace and i'm just saying look and when I said America great again, I wasn't referring to like the true mega establishment or cult. I was just saying, look, we can truly make this place a better place. And maybe we need Donald. You know what I mean? And maybe we should stop hating on him. You know what I mean? Like that was him going against whatever standard was set about like 
this is how you're supposed to choose your friends. And he's a very public person. Like he's a public figure. You know what I mean? So in that moment, it was like, I don't care. I'm going to wear the hat. I'm going to say slavery was a choice and that's it. And then on Kim's side, it was like, we're not friends. I'm not going to invite him over for dinner, but I need people out of jail. So if it, it means getting people out of jail, I will go and sit down with him in his office. So Kim and Trump had a working relationship. They had a working relationship, but it wasn't a friendship. With Kanye, it was more of like something a little bit friendlier than that. You know what's touching though? Honestly, I thought, hmm, let me just wait. Who's going to go? I feel like Trump would have brought America closer together more than Biden ever will. <laughs> it's, so, it's so easy to band together when you have one common enemy. And, you know, Trump was really getting up there. Like, Trump was becoming the common enemy. Like, everyone hated Trump. No, that's another thing. I think people were so ignorant. No one, not everyone. It was a 50-50. He had his haters and he had his lovers. He had his fans and he also had people that that didn't like him. Okay, do spoken things or sentiments or expressions influence your friendship? What do you mean by spoken things? Birds of the same feather flock together. Show me your friends, and oh, I'll show that. you you. Do these things. You, you. you know what I mean? Like, you know, all these things about how, all these spoken things about how, you know, you can't say these, you can't, like, okay, fine, if you hang around smokers, you're a smoker. If you hang around stones, you're so, so all these things about, like, who you identify yourself with. You know, although I don't know. Often that's said a lot, but I don't know. They don't immediately influence my pick of friends. Not immediately. I mean, it's a a yes and no. I mean, you hanging around smokers doesn't make you a smoker. Facts. But but, but, but the, the, the dominant influence there is the smokers. So eventually one day you will be stressed and they're going to be like, and you might give in. Their habits are not your habits. Exactly. I think that's it. But, but, how, but how did they get their habits? It's weird because I'm the guy. I sound like your parents right now, eh? but it's funny because I'm the guy with the smokers and the drug addicts in myself. You know? it's, it's a weird, interesting thing going on here. This is nice. Carry on. I'm going to edit that out. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying, why is it that when we have, when it comes to groups, all these spoken sentiments kind of like take away people's individual journeys before their friends. It's like, um, okay, it, okay, okay, perfect. But that's, but that's assuming people have individual journeys. I was looking for a place to put this one in. Friends and your mental health. Like, it's, a close relation to, it's a close relation to the spoken things. Like, being in the same group of people all the time will eventually lead to you being that person. Before you make friends, that's the kind of information you're given. And that's the perception that you have of what a group of friends should be like. So you're kind of... I am. I'm At this time, I am. Like, I'm pretty adamantly blaming society because it's like... You are nurturing the idea. You are nurturing the idea that people should only be friends with, you know, people of a certain caliber. You know what I mean? You're, you're basically saying, no, fine, choose your friends. 
But all I'm saying is, if I see you hang around, you know, some coconuts, I'm going to call you a coconut as well. You know what I mean? Now it's like, can I be friends with people that I don't identify with? Can I just be this like loud person, but still find myself in a group of like pretty quiet friends? Hmm? Like, what, what's the matter with that? Are you going to call me quiet? And then like, why, why, why can we have those like, okay, fine. These are the individual journeys and we don't have to identify people a certain way just because we see them hang around all these other people. Hello. Jug. To be continued. The words fall out of me and there's no more disguise. I miss the days when I was someone else. 